You're listening to Were You Still Talking? Okay, now that I've messed about for a bit, I'm going to do an intro. Okay. Hey, welcome back. This is Joel Albrecht, and I have Rachel Moline in the studio today. We are going to talk about why she sent me no info about herself. So I have nothing for the intro. I know she does some acting, because I've done acting with her. And do you work at the zoo still? Yes. Excellent. So you work at the Portland Zoo. Mm -hmm. What do you do there? I clean up after the primates, the two-legged primates. The two-legged primates? <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I go in at like 6 a.m. and uh-huh. clean windows and the exhibit glass and right. Um, wow. getting all that stuff ready. And so do you go on the inside of the cage? No. Just the outside? Only volunteers get to do that. People that get paid don't. Oh, that's don't. funny. <laughs> <laughs> if you get paid, you can't get, you're not supposed to go near them. Yeah, right. I don't know. But... Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would be. Portland Zoo is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right now they're under a bunch of construction, so there's like big open spaces with tractors and dump trucks, and that's the kids' favorite part to look at, I think. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. It would be, yeah. Yeah. I love that stuff when I was a kid. But So what, uh, what are they doing? What are they building? Oh, so the rhino exhibit and the polar bears and like a much bigger place for the primates mm-hmm. the furry ones um yeah they're doing this massive polar bear exhibit where they have like a huge pool and oh you know. so they didn't have that before they had a polar yeah. bear exhibit but they are making it bigger oh i see so they had to send the animals away those ones for away for a while uh-huh now what how how do they do that? Where do they send them to another zoo or something? Yeah. Um I can't remember which ones I yeah, I'm not gonna quote because I can't remember. But the rhinos went somewhere else. The hippos. Mm-hmm. The hippos won't wow. come back because they have a hard time traveling. I think it was the hippos. Did they ship them FedEx? Yeah. They'll pack them with little boxes. From <laughs> <them> air holes. <laughs> <laughs> I swear. I worked at a company in California that was right outside LAX. And it was a, um, it was an animal quarantine area, basically. The company was paid to quarantine animals, mostly horses, mostly crazy expensive horses. Mm. But that's how they ship stuff, by FedEx. So they would come on oh. a FedEx jet and there would be one or two horses, you know, inside with all the other stuff, but separated out. Um, one time there was an elephant. That I can't remember what movie they were filming. They were bringing the elephant back from filming the movie. So they actually shipped this elephant to another country to film a movie and then shipped it back. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was pretty nuts. I have no idea what movie that was. But yeah, elephant on a plane. Not a cool thing. Must have been a special elephant. <laughs> I would think so. I mean, <laughs> it was a trained elephant, I hope. Yeah. People love yeah. the elephants at the zoo. It's like the biggest, biggest deal. The elephants um, are amazing. Yeah. They're an amazing animal. Yeah. Me and my girlfriend watch, we don't do it as much anymore, but we were watching this show called Safari Live for a long time. And it's, I have a hair on my mic and it's distracting me. Maybe, maybe I'm hallucinating. So anyway, <laughs> there's a show called Safari Live where twice a day they um, it's live on YouTube and they're just driving around doing a safari in their safari park. 
So you get to see the animals like it's kind of like a zoo, except they're wild. Mm-hmm. They're not in any cages. So you see that um, like all the nature shows, you know, they film for two years and, and then they show you a bunch of kills. They show you mating and kills. And, mm. and that's pretty much what a nature show shows you. Yeah. So, yeah. So on Safari Live, it's like, no, here they are. They're just hanging out. And like right now, it's cub season. So there's this pride of lions with, I think, eight cubs. Aww. Yeah, it's amazing. And the, all these little cubs just crawling all over the parents. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we have lions. <laughs> lions are amazing. Cheetahs. Amazing. We have mm-hmm. cheetahs too, and I've learned that they can be really grumpy. Cheetahs? Cheetahs oh, really? are grumpy, at least in... In a zoo. In a zoo, maybe. Yeah. I'll go in in the morning and clean the glass, and if the cheetahs are out, um, I'll go up. Well, I know they're going to react this way, but I'll go up to the glass and just like like wave at them or something, and mm-hmm. they just like they start hissing. Oh, really? So they, like you know, they're gonna like they're gonna lunge. Just like don't talk to me in the morning. Well, that's like um, an Olympic sprinter who has to stay in the house all the time. That's exactly what I was thinking, actually. Oh, really? Like they yeah. probably have all this. Pent up energy, right? And I mean, their bodies are built for. They're know. right. They're my favorite animal. They're they're just amazing, yeah. amazing animals. I got to pet one once at a oh. wildlife safari when I was pretty young, probably a teenager. And I always thought, oh, that's so cool. And now I hear all this stuff like, no, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, having wild animals as pets and so you, oh, in right. an exhibit where you can pet them is actually not a great thing. Yeah. For one, it's extremely dangerous. Right. You don't know what they're going to do. They're wild. Yeah. yeah. But I, I love elephants. They're amazing, and I guess they're really intelligent. We're wiping them all out. Yeah. And they actually, like, they do a lot of cool stuff for them at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've heard they, that the Portland Zoo has got a really good elephant program. Yeah, they spend a lot of time with them. They You can watch them in their big exhibit, like, the keepers will hide stuff in like logs and things and they'll go around and find it. And mm-hmm. they do exercises with them to keep them bodies in shape because they need really good core muscles. Oh, they must. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to hold up. <laughs> Dust, yeah. So they're massive. And they're used to walking a lot. They, because that's, elephants yeah. just walk all day in the, in the, in the real world, in the wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it must be hard on them to be in a zoo also. I mean, yeah. they're, they're very active. We get um, we get protesters sometimes outside the zoo, like with signs up, mm-hmm. like "Free the elephants! Elephants are suffering." And, and I c- like, I completely understand their point of view. Um, on the other side, on the other hand, zoos do a lot for conservation. I think protesters forget that sometimes. Um, but I mean, I've heard, I don't know what your experience has been, but I've heard some horror stories about people who've worked at zoos and you know, really appalling conditions. Mm. Zoos and safari parks, especially, you know, mm-hmm. the paid safari parks and stuff. Uh, so I get their point of view, but um, I don't think they'd like it if you just said, okay, let the elephants out. Right. Here you go. Well, and Here's an elephant. Like, like, <laughs> like one of them came from, it was shot by poachers, I think, in her eye, and she got left by her herd. Uh, oh, okay. Chandra. So it's a rescue. Yeah, and so yeah. they bring her in. Like, they do stuff like that. And then they right. take really good care of them. Yeah. Yeah, and they all yeah, and they're also doing research. I mean, they're finding out all kinds of things that you can't find out necessarily in the wild. It's a it's a tough thing. Zoos are are hard. 
uh, thing for me to wrap my head around. I mean, I love to go look at animals, but I know that they don't like looking at me. No. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, that's the weirdest thing about safaris. Um, watching Safari Live for so long. It's you're just basically driving around in a Jeep. There's a safari guide in the front and there's a camera in the back. So you don't see the camera, but they talk back and forth. And the guide is like if you were on the safari, you would be where the camera is. You just sit in the back of these Jeeps. And as and these animals are completely wild. So if you're on the safari, they drive right up and park near the lions, like near enough that the lion could get at anybody in the Jeep in about half a second. And the lions are just, they don't react at all. They're like, they're used to the Jeeps. No reaction, no big deal, no danger. The minute someone steps out of the Jeep, now they've become prey. Now they've just changed the whole situation. Yeah. And in most cases, the lion will take off because humans are the top of the food chain. So even though we're not the top of the food chain physically, we're still the ones that have killed all the animals off. And I guess animals know that. So in most cases, uh, any animal, Ooh. if you step out of the Jeep, they're just gone. Um, but if they, you know, decide on the other the other choice, then <laughs> <laughs> too <sense>. bad. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm going to be burping. Oh, because you're having a beer. The bear. All right. You're only the second, <laughs> second person to have a beer. That's good. I love beer. Relaxing. I had to resist getting one on the train. <laughs> Did you? Why? I don't know. Why'd you have to resist? You're not driving. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> and it's like 9.45 and they're like, we have drinks and alcoholic beverages. and Wow. Um, wow. That's pretty interesting. They start early. I was trying to stay alert and mm -hmm. thinking about this whole, never done a podcast before. Oh, that I mean, was going to be one of my questions like... <laughs> for you. Never done. Well, good. I like being people's. First podcast. You do. Yeah. And if, yeah, want, that's right. If I said, <laughs> if I said, thing. oh, I've done 10. <laughs> go, oh, get out of here. Never mind. Find somebody else. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Um, so have like, you ever thought of doing a podcast? No. That's something I ask everybody. I mean. Have you ever listened to a podcast before I said I was doing it? Oh, there it is. Yes. You find the hair? I think so. <laughs> the only problem with the. Uh, with these uh, guard things, these fuzzy things that go on the end of mics, these are to keep the peas from popping too badly. Oh, um, right. Yeah. So they collect hair, and I have hairy creatures in the <laughs> in the house. <laughs> Stupid hairy things. You get like a hair in your food. Yeah, it, like, it's like that. Half swallow oh. it, and then you have to like. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate that. <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. I wonder. Hmm, that's interesting. When I was a kid, my mom used to make oatmeal. Mm -hmm. And one time she, we were sitting down to dinner eating oatmeal and I like bit down on something and I pulled it out and it was like a half moon, you know, like a fingernail. Oh, from the, <laughs> from the cat. Yeah. From the cat. No, <laughs> I oh, no, up, it was a fingernail. I reached up and was like, what is oh, this? No. And my mom goes, she just looks at her hand and she goes, I'll host the fingernail. Were they the glue-on kind? <laughs> no, it was her nails. It always got really long. Oh. I mean, she had really good nails. Oh, my gosh. And so it Ew. broke right off because she's old-fashioned. She didn't need uh -huh. it with her hands. And... Did you sue her? Uh, the... <laughs> I thought about it. No. <laughs> but it's a good story now. It we is. Laugh. It's a good story. That's true. That's, yeah. That's, that's what you got to think of when you break your arm. Oh, yeah. It'll be a good story someday. Never done that. <laughs> 
You've never broken your arm? Never broken. Never broken a bone. Really? Wow. That's amazing. So I have to ask, though, why did you drive the drive? Why did you take the train? So it's just, it's just nice not to have to drive. That's okay. the main reason. I'm but just, then I, I'm but just I also, making sure there's nothing wrong with your oh, motorcycle. No. Okay. You know, the the last time I wrote it down here uh-huh. uh, for an episode shoot, mm-hmm. it, it was, I'm, me and my motorcycle are having issues. Like, I don't, oh, I don't. really? I wrote it down, and but I think it's because I was running a little bit late and uh-huh. I still took the back roads. So I was like, oh, okay. kind of in a hurry, but I was also trying to enjoy it and, and doing all the curves and stuff, yep. but I was nervous the whole time. And like, uh, okay. It, yeah. I need to, now that I'm in, I'm in the city, I don't ride it as much because I like take the bus or ride my bike. Right. And so, and it's actually, yeah. And it's not as good to ride a bike, a motorcycle in the city. Not as fun. It's no. not as fun. <laughs> and it's, it's insane. It's insane anywhere you ride it, but people aren't looking for motorcycles. I mean, I know myself, right. I don't see them, especially when they're on a Ninja and they come up at 80 miles an hour. Oh, well, <laughs> I haven't done that. Okay. <laughs> Too scary. Honestly, being vulnerable yeah. it makes me nervous. Like, uh-huh. I love it, but it just. I mean, they definitely should make you nervous. But, oh, but and it's then hard it's, because if yeah. you're too nervous, then that messes up your riding. Tough one. It's also supposed to rain on Sunday. Well, I'm trying to go back Saturday night, but. Last oh, time, okay. Last so time. you were want you wanted to avoid the rain because I was yeah. thinking it, it's such a gorgeous day. I was shocked that you took the train. I mean, it's great. It's great yeah. that you took public transport. I'm all for it. When I rode I was back, just surprised. A couple weekends ago, I got caught in the downpour mm-hmm. on the way back to Portland. Oh, like no. a, a good two, oh. like three hour ride in the rain. Oh god! And did you just have your leather jacket? Mm-hmm. You didn't. Have I had a to stop at a Fred oh, Meyer god. and buy like these cheap rain bands oh did you yeah (laughs) yeah you get soaked you can just get soaked to the bone on a bike even if you've got good rain gear you can get soaked to the bone yeah i've had i have another friend who's a motorcycle rider he's been on the podcast hey john oh and he rode back (laughs) he rode back to ashland actually it was uh jacksonville when he first got his bike and it was pouring the whole time just totally got drenched. Yeah. I think it was going back, or was it coming here, or was it both? I don't know. I'll ask him next time. <laughs> it's a it's a good experience to have, like, to break your bike in uh-huh. in the rain, because you really get to know how it, well, on I-5, you're just going straight the whole time, but. But still. You're like. It's different. Like going 70 miles an hour. Right. In the rain. Just because it's like, I gotta get there. Uh-huh. It was intense. Ah, I bet but, it was. But. Yeah, yeah, it helped me appreciate it anyway. That's good. So that's your main <laughs> mode of transport. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Lately, it, it's been riding my bike. I got a. Oh, that's good. I got a single speed. I'm a true hipster now. Uh, do you mean to say a cruiser? No, no. actually. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, it's a. Uh, it's just a one speed. Uh, yeah, like like road, road bike. bike style. Uh-huh. Yeah, one speed and wow, gonna get really fit. I have uh, I think my bike's twenty one speed. Uh huh. And I use two. You know, it's a what do they call them? <laughs> a hybrid, not a mountain bike, not a street bike. Yeah. And yeah, fifteen speeds. I use two. Oh, you uh, use two. I speeds. use two speeds. I go through the gears whenever I oil the chain. 
<laughs> then I'll go out and go through all the gears, uh -huh. try and get the oil and all the sprockets I never use. But yeah, I mean, very rarely do I do major hills. So most of the time, two speeds. Yeah. Yeah. So I could, t I'd get it. I totally see why a one speed would work. It's like, really yeah. yeah. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Just don't think about it. Then and you, you, yeah, takes that away from your mind. I'm not going to have to change speeds. You have to pedal, like, because it's just on one big ring. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to go faster a little bit. So like, uh, oh, so you get the momentum up. Yeah. Well, and you just can't help it. Like, if you're going to, if you're going to pedal, it's always going to take you faster because other people might be riding in a lower or high, no, lower gear. Uh huh. So there's smaller rotations, I guess. So they're, not going, just not going as fast. So you're like passing all these people. Fun, like a badass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and now I've seen that bikes have the internal derailers, and I don't get that. Have oh, you seen yeah. that? Uh huh. Yeah, the hub is all inside. You don't see the gears at all. It's like, wow. I'm not really sure how that I, works. Me neither. Lots I of electric. No bikes. idea. Lots of electric bikes. Yeah, I'm not sure about those. <laughs> those uh, those worry me because people jump on them, and I don't think they think about any kind of safety at all and a lot of those oh. electric bikes that's like a motorcycle i mean they're going 30 miles an hour so that's a different vehicle than a bicycle like it's crazy enough when people ride bicycles you know i love riding a bicycle but i do crazy things i know everyone does um but yeah once you i see a lot of electric bikes like they're going down the bike lane but they're going the speed of a car so i don't know makes me nervous it, but then um if you've got, if that's your only commuting, only way you're commuting, it's really good. It's really nice to be able to go further. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize you could now put that on any bike. Did you know that? Oh, ele what, electric? Yeah, you can, they can retrofit bikes. Mm -hmm. So they're retrofitting bikes now and just putting electric doohickeys on them. <laughs> I don't know what they're called, but yeah. Of course, I want an electric car. Oh, yeah. I can't afford one, but I want an electric car. Oh, not hybrid. You have a. Prius I have a hybrid. Out there, right? I have a Prius. That's a very. That's an, over ten years old now. Mm. Oh, gosh, it's twelve years old. So you're one yeah. of the first people. No, when, when mine is the third the generation. Oh. Is that right? Second generation. They came out with a Prius in two thousand four, I think. They came out. They came out with it before that in um, Japan, where they make them. They oh, yeah. so they used them in Japan to see if they would work. And then when they got it up to speed, they released it in America. And I think it was around 2004, but they looked like a, they weren't a hatchback. They were a, more like a Corolla and they were smaller. And those started to sell, but then when they came out with my model, they obviously went gangbusters. They're, they're everywhere. And now they're being replaced by the car that I would like to get the Tesla. Mm -hmm. I see lots of Teslas <laughs> around, but that's... That's a big jump in price. Uh -huh. Big jump. Even for the cheap one, I'm using air quotes for all those on the podcast who <laughs> can't see me. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, react in a, I don't know what to call it, a YouTube series a YouTube together. Series. A YouTube series. Is, uh, have you done a lot of acting before that? Not, a, not film. I actually haven't done a lot of theater either. I did mm -hmm. a lot. Well, I did it growing up. My mom always put me in theater. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was homeschooled. Uh-huh. So she had me, but she would get me involved in like church plays and stuff. Oh, We okay. did this big uh, Easter production. I think I was in for three years. 
for three years straight or, or three separate <laughs> three well, separate for, yeah okay. <laughs> i mean three <laughs> three different Easter. times yeah yeah, yeah three yeah. years uh that was the start mm-hmm. and i've always loved it but then i like went away from that well i didn't go away from it on purpose but you need to grow up and do other things and yeah, yeah try to I figure know, out what you're doing yeah and then i never went i didn't go back for a long time i always wanted to act but they kind of like I was like, oh, that's not a real out. It's not a reality. Mm-hmm. And kind of go on. Like, I got married and then went to school for a little bit. Then I was unmarried. And then. And then you like, were unmarried? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. <laughs> <laughs> got married, got divorced, mm-hmm. started going back to school here and there. Thought I wanted to study biology. Mm-hmm. Which still, I've always been interested in that animals and wildlife. Oh yeah, but then. But you changed your mind. Well, I was taking a class at Lane. I was taking classes at Lane mm-hmm. Community College, and I was taking biology classes. And like, almost two years in, I started taking an acting class just to try new things. And I was like, oh, oh, cool! I love this. Oh, right on with Brian. With Brian, yeah, with Brian, <laughs> Brian, who I kept mispronouncing his Brian last Heimbach. name. Brian Heimbach. <laughs> Hey, Brian, you'll never listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to your podcast. I'm <laughs> looking at the mic. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's where he is. He's in the mic. <laughs> Still there. Everyone has ever been you on the Brian. <laughs> <laughs> No, it was great. That's great. He was a awesome. great teacher. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah. Heard that from others. Started. Hmm. It's great that we have that program. That that's been a good program for a long, long time out of Lane. Yeah. So that's nice. Pick so up. then you're moving to Hollywood. Oh yeah, maybe maybe in like a couple of years. I don't oh, know. Oh okay. <laughs> you you posted was... that picture of Hollywood here I come, and I thought, is she really? Are you really going? Um, it's become more of a reality in my brain, I guess lately. Just thinking, it's been a progression of. I just need to get, you know, get the job, get, you know, have a career or whatever mm-hmm. earlier on to trying to break away from that. And then still never really, like I moved to Eugene and that was a big deal when I moved from Colorado Springs. I'd been there 17 years. Oh, Colorado years. Springs. Okay. I moved to Eugene uh-huh. and that was like breaking out of my shell. Mm-hmm. And then moving to Portland was really cool, but still not thinking beyond that. Like, okay, I got to move somewhere and then I got to stay there. And like lately, I've just been. It's, oh yeah, don't you know, think that. Thinking more don't think of that like. Way. I know you're way too young to think that. Of course, I, I've never. See, I'm the opposite. I moved here for to take care of parents and stuff, and had no idea I'd be here as long as I've been. Uh-huh. And I'm just like so ready to do something else because I, I, I <clears throat> I'm that type of person. I don't like. I've never liked the whole settle down thing. Mm. I've never been good at that, and I've. Yeah, I had dreams of being a rock musician and that didn't pan out. And so I started acting when I came back to Eugene just because, because of things I've like fell into it sort of. Um, So now, and here it's much, much easier, even though it's just as competitive and there's just as many interesting personalities. uh, Anyone can do it. When you go to LA, um, I mean, I highly encourage you to do that. Because I think you could get into stuff, uh, um, but it's a whole different world. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different world. Like people are, you know, it's their whole life. 
and um in a scary way like yeah it shouldn't be your whole life it's like it's great if you want to do that but yeah i don't know it's hard to explain la has got uh i lived there 11 years and mm. you know it's got some really bad qualities and it's got some amazing qualities like you'll never find portland is an interesting city and I, um i wouldn't put it down but it doesn't have culture the way la does mm. it doesn't have people the way la does i mean portland you're talking a million people in the area la is 14 million if 14 million in the county um Jeez. yeah it's a big place but and it takes a while to get used to but you can get used i mean you do get used to it it's like now you've lived in portland you'll see it's not that much different it's just that getting around is a bit more challenging a bit more um and where was my thought going i don't know can't remember oh it takes a while to get used to it but then you get used to it and you just you do your thing but yeah if you ever have thought of doing acting professionally portland isn't going to cut it yeah like you, there's a few people i'm sure that live there that do it professionally there's a few people that live here that do it professionally they came from la yeah. you know they lived in la a long time and they have an la agent and uh so if you ever think of a profession it's la or new york yeah um have you ever heard of the actor studio no okay you wow too. Wow. I have a lot to learn still. Ah! <laughs> so the actor's studio is where a whole bunch of really famous actors went, like um, De Niro and, and a bunch of top-rated actors. It's uh, It teaches um, method acting, mm -hmm. but the cool thing about it is if you live in L.A., you can actually go audition there and go there for free because their idea is to teach actors so they want to teach people no matter what like at any level yeah so that's a <laughs> that's a pretty cool thing so you can wow. go there and, and learn from the best even the fact that you can audition is amazing because i always learn a lot just auditioning um yeah so yeah it's it'd be worth it well so you're the third person this year that i well the last couple of years that i've met known that made a li like lived in la mm -hmm. my housemate when I moved to Portland last year, um, I moved in with these two guys, Logan and Jake. And Logan, I found out, has lived in L.A. He lived there for five years and actually made a living acting. Wow. and That's huge. Because so yeah. there's, you know, yeah. there's very few people that make a living acting. Even there's a lot of people who work as actors, mm -hmm. but not, don't make a living at it. So that's huge. That's great. It's yeah. cool to know it's possible. Like, it's cool to know it's possible of... and um, find out who's agent is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, probe him for info. How can how can I uh, how can I meet your agent? Yeah. Well, the other one was that my kind of thing. acting teacher. Mm -hmm. uh, right now, I'm taking a film acting class. Cool. Uh, with uh, Ted Rooney. Uh -huh. He's done. He lived in L.A. for ten years, I guess. Doing that, he's acted as a as um. Well, side parts, but like on film, speaking parts. Right. Um, but he, yeah, he lived there, made a success out of it, and is now in Portland. Mm -hmm. um, but just, just hearing that it's possible is all I need. Is like, <laughs> and I know I don't, I can't, you know, run down there and go, oh, here I am. Right. <laughs> that that's the old Hollywood story, and it, yeah. it's not impossible. It happens to a couple people, but um, you know. There is, obviously, that's where the work is, and that's where all the learning is, too. The tough part is that everyone 
everyone that teaches wants billions of dollars to take their class and stuff. But there are plays that happen there. Mm. You know, there there is theater there. If you want to do theater as a way to work on your acting. Um, there's just, there's tons of opportunities. Um, I wasn't an actor when I was down there because I couldn't take it. I was like, I, you know, I knew a couple actors and knew how desperate they were. Mm. And I thought, nah, I would never, I just don't have the, um, uh, did not have, I, I maybe could do it now. I didn't have the, um, uh, what am I trying to say? I didn't uh, have the confidence. I didn't have the confidence. Um, I've learned since getting back into acting, I now have this technique where I, I um, act like I have confidence. <laughs> That's oh. how I'm able to do this podcast. Like I just pretend I'm the best podcaster in the world. Yeah. So of course I can podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, I just make that up before I walk in the room. And it works. Works for me. And I do that on auditions too. Huh. Uh, but I've learned a lot um, in the last, gosh, I guess, it, I guess it's been 10 years of auditioning now. Even though half of my work has been not from a, just come from people know who you are. But when I go to auditions, something I've learned from great uh, actors, great teachers, um, other uh, directors, is that uh, they're looking for a certain thing. So when you walk in, you have to say, well, they're looking for me. Yeah. Uh, whether or not that's true has nothing to do necessarily with your acting ability. Like you can be an absolutely stellar actor, but you're you know, something they don't see you in that role for whatever reason. It could have absolutely nothing to do with how good of an actor you are. Or they could be a terrible director and you're, you know, you'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't get that part. <laughs> but uh, it, talking to a lot of directors and actors, I realize that it's just as hard for, it's harder for them in the audition. They're mm. sitting there watching, well, in LA, they could be sitting there watching a hundred people. Um, the tough part there is you mean you might be auditioning for someone who knows nothing about acting. Um, so it's very difficult, but hopefully someone watching the tape, the one that's gonna pick who does that part, knows a lot, you know, they know what they're looking for. But in a room sometimes it's really cold because the people are just there to tape the darn audition. You know, they're casting directors. They don't, they're not necessarily into what they're doing. So it can be very difficult. But huh. the other, the other side of it is they need somebody. Like they need somebody for that part. So maybe it's you. Mm. You don't know unless you go to a whole bunch of auditions. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, it's... And it helped me a lot. Wow. To realize, oh yeah, they, they're working really hard to find the right person. So you're helping them out. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. You're, you're helping them out. Rather by than walking being in the door. And, yeah. I mean, you are being scrutinized, but you got to put that part aside yeah. and say, you're also trying to, trying to show this director or casting director that, yeah, I'm, I'm the one. I'm, I'm who you've been looking for. Yeah. Uh, until I walked in, you had no idea, but now you know. So, yeah. Kind of got to go in with that. That's helpful. Yeah. In our class right now, the um, the main point that's being driven home is is um, to not act like for film yeah. specifically. Is... Right, but you've already got that. I've seen that on um, Oof. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen that you don't spend a lot. You know, you 
You seem to have that technique down where you don't act a lot. It's hard. It's, so, yeah, hard. it's funny because I act a ton on that particular show. Oh, yeah. I am nothing like that guy. <laughs> that is interesting. Well, then, uh, see, but still, you're not like when you watch you, when I watch you uh-huh. doing that, you're not like making all kinds of facial expressions and being, you know, trying to be an emotion. Like you're right. I'm not doing it. Hey, lady. No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just being like you right. in that role too. I mean, that's true. That's what I. That's what I strive for. Yeah. And and yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I mean, there are characters that you that are going to be very different than you, but you the idea. That's what method acting comes from. Is that um, method acting is about like really exploring the character and getting deep into it and. If they took heroin, maybe you go take a bunch of heroin. No, that's an extreme example. Yeah. <laughs> but like losing weight for a role mm. is an example. A lot of actors lose a ton of weight. Joaquin Phoenix just lost, got really skinny for the Joker. I that's see that. using the method. And so when he walks in, he knows this guy is really thin, um, you know, and he goes into this character and you, um, you don't, you're not going to see him act as much because he's so damn good at it. Mm. Like he's being nothing like himself. Yeah. But he is entirely involved in that character. So hopefully you don't see a lot of acting. I mean, of course you will because it's over the top, but (laughs) (laughs) it's the Joker. So yeah, that's in any character, that's the goal. That's kind of the goal of most. I mean, there's a lot of different methods in acting, but that's the goal overall, especially if you're on film. Is to not see the, you know, you don't want to see the acting. I mean, I think it's yeah. true on stage too. You, it's tough on stage because you got to be so loud, uh-huh. and you can't act like this on stage. Yeah. Or your director will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. You good? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, for film, for film, if yeah, if you're in that scene, if the camera's right here and the mic's right here, mm-hmm. but if they're doing the wide shot, you can't do that. It's hard. Oh. on the editors um anyhow yeah it's interesting what i love about film acting is that um because it's funny you say i'm not doing a lot of expressions and stuff to me it feels like i'm doing like all kinds of crazy things mm. and uh, i think you can see it uh, on camera you can see it because it's uh, it doesn't take anything you know that sure. you can think something on camera and it comes through it's so cool nuts it is it's really cool (laughs) i was just watching a a this is us episode have you ever watched that no Mm. well (laughs) there's been a lot of no's it's a show that's okay (laughs) there's a character in it who plays an actor he's mr studley and he's a but he's also got addiction problems and all these different things so he his character is an actor and he's talking about how he's just walking through his role on set and they show him on set and he walks up and he, um, the the director, M. Night Shyamalan, is playing mm-hmm. the director. And he's telling him all the stuff to do. He's telling him all the emotions. And, he, and you see the shot and he walks up and he's doing all this stuff. It's like he's not doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's just looking out in space. But you can see the emotion in him, in his eyes. And then they cut and it's like, boom, it's gone. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's, it's interesting. You as yeah. the viewer are making, like, it's speaking to you. And it also might speak to someone else a different way. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. they're allowing, yeah. this is what I'm reading about right now, on the train, they're, like, 
allowing the viewer to to make the story like based on everything else that's going around on around them too like mm-hmm I don't know if I was explaining that very well. <laughs> it's in, that's it's interesting like, because, and of course it's true, and it, uh, with good, I mean, I see that more in good films. Yeah. Like in, um, I'll just use uh, uh, superhero films as an example. Yeah, I was just thinking They're X-Men. not letting you think about anything. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, they're telling you exactly what emotion is happening now. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's more clear cut. It's like... They're not necessarily doing it with the face, like... No, was, they're doing it with the music, yeah, the camera angle, you know, the lighting, the costumes, the makeup, all this stuff is, is kind of saying to the viewer, this is what's happening. This is the emotion he's feeling. And not that the... I mean, the actors are all amazing in um, most superhero films of today. Yeah. I'll say most. But... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> But it's it, and then if you but if you see a different type of film that's more subtle, then it seems to me the viewer makes a lot more decisions. You know, you have a lot more questions in your mind mm-hmm. about what's going on, which is effective. Yeah, extremely. Uh, that's good. Have you seen Doctor Who? I haven't seen the latest. Do you I, watch Doctor I, Who? Uh-uh. No. Obviously not, because I said I haven't seen <laughs> or, the latest. <laughs> have you seen the other ones? Um, I've seen a couple. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I'm. I think the Doctor that I watched the most is two Doctors ago. Oh, I think. Yeah. Um, I get confused because That's they sweet. switch so often. Isn't it a woman now? Yeah. Yeah. So, I think that's two ahead of what I was watching. Oh, okay. And wow, it's confusing. <laughs> like if you just watch an episode out of context. Yeah, it can it's, be. It's uh, whoo, what is going on? That's like the one thing. <laughs> I'm not like, I'm not crazy about TV or movies, but really crazy about Doctor Who. Oh, that's interesting. I love it. But you're not crazy about TV or movies? I mean, I don't have particular shows or movies that I'm like. Oh, okay. Really. Do you watch TV or do you go to movies? Sometimes I just ask and this because there's there's a lot of people who a- are acting actors yeah. who don't like watch well, TV or and I think movies. I, and, and, and I think I'm realizing I probably need to. I mean, I need to. No, not really. <laughs> I mean, you, there's um two schools of th- schools of thought <laughs> schools, <laughs> and um, I like I find myself way too often looking at other actors for and being influenced by them so that's a big um that's a big thing to watch out for mm-hmm. you don't necessarily want to be influenced by other actors at all yeah um hopefully you will be if they're in a scene with you because you don't want to ignore them uh-huh. <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> you want to react to people yeah. but um you know being influenced by the way that another actor did something is going to take away from that whole thing of not acting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It can, I think. Yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm not very good at like quoting actors' names or, you know, movies or like all the things like that. So that when it comes to the topic of it, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and that's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just do a little research before you're in a movie with one of them. Right. You know, if you get a part and it has, a, I don't know, 
Martin Scorsese directing. You can look up his films. It'd be important. You know who that is? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's nobody. It's Hollywood type. Okay. Yeah, he's directed a few films. Um, how about how about um, Spielberg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> made that sure. off. <laughs> <laughs> you should have like, nope. Who's that? Never heard of him. <laughs> done some good stuff. He's done something. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of any other director's names right now. Stephen Moffat. <clears throat> But he's a Doctor Who director. <laughs> oh, is he? <laughs> <laughs> or writer. Well, no, he was the writer. Oh, he was a writer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I noticed on something I was watching. <clears throat> wow, sorry, there are lots of coughs and, cra- and burps in today, oh, so nice. I hope you all are enjoying this. <laughs> it's real. It's uncut. <laughs> First time. First showing. I'm mm, out of beer. Lost my train of thought. Oh, you want another beer? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you could rant for... Three minutes, I'll get you a beer. Really? Yeah. So go on about um, <laughs> uh, sea turtles. Sea turtles. Sea turtles. Ready? Okay, sure. Okay, go. Got it. Well, sea turtles live in the sea. <laughs> and I have a necklace that has a sea turtle on it. I actually don't know much about sea turtles. We don't have any at the zoo. What a terrible topic. Um, oh, not that it was a terrible topic. Gee, let's see. How about cats? Oh, I could talk to you about cats. I have two cats. They're both black. And they're the cutest things in the world. And their names are Trenzalor and Stormy. Named them after Doctor Who characters. I talked about cats instead of sea turtles. <laughs> <laughs> As long as you filled the time. Okay. That's the only real qualification. I like it. I'm Now I'm going to be very curious to see. I'm very curious to see what you said. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't <laughs> say a lot. Gracias para uh, cerveza. De nada. <laughs> and I'm out of Spanish. <laughs> I'm learning Italian. Oh, are you really? Yeah, off of... Duolingo. Magnifico. Yes. Is that a real word? Could be. Haven't Could gotten be. that far yet. Oh, okay. Right now I'm learning to how to say I am a woman and you are a man. They teach you all the same thing no matter what language. <laughs> we, we were trying to learn um, Spanish for like the fifth time because when you're in LA, it really helps to know Spanish. And I had a couple people attempt to, to teach me Spanish, but it didn't work. So we tried with Duolingo. And I guess we just lost interest. I don't know. But it's good. If you're it committed, works. yeah. Yeah. Because it's like... If you're committed. It's a repetition to where it makes you go crazy almost. You're like, okay, I know this stuff. So you're like right. speeding through it all. But it just keeps going over and over. Now we're thinking of learning French. I can't remember why. Cannot remember why. Oh, probably some TV show we were watching. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> Wee <laughs> wee. Oui, oui. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had someone on the podcast who was doing a documentary that they filmed a lot in France. French? In France. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, go back a few. It's um, the one that's doing the documentary on harpsichords. Bruce. Bruce Birchmore. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Mm. John is actually filming it. Okay. So I listened to 
you and Nick and mm-hmm. Brian Heimbach, and then a, a director. It's a film. He's an actor, writer, director. Did a lot of um, like stuff about gay movies. Or oh, Paul Bright. Paul Bright. Paul Bright. Yeah, he's actually made quite a few films. He has films. a a film class on some kind of medium. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's like an online class on how to do film and yeah, not break the bank. Yeah, he does films for incredibly cheap, and he's done a lot of them. That was an interesting one. Yeah. Oh, good. He, good. Yeah, and he, yeah, he, 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 was, he was pretty entertaining. A lot going on. <laughs> Definitely. He always seems to have a lot going on. He's put me in a couple things. Oh, we did, and oh, that's right. We did two commercials together. And then the company got mad at us because he offered um, to make a better script. And the people who owned, as far as I know, the people who owned the company doing the commercial loved it, but the people producing the commercial freaked out because they thought he was trying to take over, Um. which he wasn't. He was just offering, you know, here's what you could do next. So never made another one. Oh. But then we he did a bunch of PSAs to show what he could do, but it never. Uh, so we used the same people. And that's where it got very Hollywood-like. <laughs> <laughs> all, kinds of, all kinds of weird stuff started popping up for that. Yeah. Dumb. But Paul's great. Paul's awesome to work with. And he's all about that. I think he talked about that on his podcast, how he just shows up as himself. Yeah. And auditions as himself. And if that's what they want, yeah. then he's their guy. If that's not what they want, it's not it's not gonna work. It's not gonna fit. Can let go of a lot of insecurity issues that way. It's true. <laughs> it's that's true. Yeah. Yeah, as long as you're not trying to be a character actor, that's gonna work great. And you know, you don't seem like that type. <laughs> Being a character actor. I don't know. I'm st- I'm like very fresh though. I haven't really done I haven't really done it. I've never done a theater with a speaking part, you know, having to learn a whole bunch of lines and like be. So oh, I'm I'm okay. starting to learn about acting mm-hmm. in film. So I haven't really done. Which, you know, there's a lot of people who have a career in TV and film who have never stepped foot on stage. There was somebody, some big famous actor recently I heard, and they said they had never been in a play. And I was like, I was kind of blown away because I just thought getting to their level how did they do that without acting in a play at some point? But there's plenty of them, plenty of people out there who've never done, it's just not their thing. And also, you know, if they get success when they're young and they're making films, plays take a lot of time and pay nothing compared to film. Yeah. So, yeah. But then they teach you a whole bunch of stuff that you didn't know, like how to memorize lines. Yeah. <laughs> and how to speak up and <laughs> yeah. Plays are fun because you can't, you, uh, it's, well, it's live. So when you screw up, you got to fix it on the fly. And, you know, there's no cut. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's really nerve wracking, but it teaches you a lot. It teaches you a lot. Yeah. Then you do have to stay in character for a couple hours at least. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there's a lot of actors. Not a lot. Some actors stay in character for the whole movie. You know, I, I just always I've thought, oh my that. God, that's got to be exhausting. <laughs> Jim Carrey, <laughs> there's a name. Yeah. Jim, oh, hey, you know who that is? <laughs> yeah. What did he do? I, I've i heard, well, maybe I was reading an article or something but talking about how you would, oh, John, I hope I 
quoted the right person. Someone who, like, they stay in character the entire time, so they end up being, you know, they're playing an asshole. So, like, whenever you so talk they to them, they're just a totally, yeah. Yeah. Well, the Jim Carrey, I know, I don't know if he does that for every movie. Perhaps he does. But he has played, he's done that for a couple. Yeah. Um, One of which, I can't remember, now I can't remember the part. He played some, a real person, a comedian. Um, I'm totally forgetting the name of the comedian. He was in Taxi and... Saturday Night Live and early, early days. Um, anyway, he'd, uh, he stayed in character the entire time. He wanted all the other people on set to call him by the character name. Yeah. Not to call, not to say his name. If they called him Jim, they'd be like, no, I haven't heard from him in a while. And, <laughs> you know, so yeah, that's the extreme, I think. But if you're doing certain things, it might work. I don't know. Sounds exhausting. That's yeah. really exhausting, especially if you're married, right? Because yeah. you Oof. go home and you, <laughs> you're this other asshole. I can't imagine. <laughs> I know. That seems really strange. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So what else is going on? Uh, let's see. Mm, moving to North Portland. But that's not news. I'm moving all the time. Um, you move all the time? Well, since I like, moved to Oregon. Oh, since you moved to Oregon. <laughs> I moved to, when I moved to Eugene four years ago. Mm-hmm. I think I moved around town like five or six different times. Really not good at staying in one place. That happens. Uh, that happened to me in L.A. I moved quite a few times. Um, my girlfriend actually moved more times. But it's just part of being young. You move a lot. Yeah, because yeah. things change. Um, that's one of the, yeah, L.A. It, see, it's good you're living in Portland because if you if anyone ever tells you, oh, L.A.'s really expensive, you'll get down there and you'll be like, no, it isn't. Same as Portland. Really? It's a big deal. <laughs> it's close. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> you're, living, like... you're living in one of the most expensive cities in, in America right now. Oh, I didn't even know that when I moved there. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's one of the highest uh. for rent and buy-in. Okay. Because there's well, no houses cool. there. There's nothing there. Yeah. Um, they've run out of homes. They have in Eugene, too, but there's only so much you can charge. Yeah. But I guess rent keeps going up an insane amount every year for people. Yeah, because I, yeah. I would love to live on my own. I think that's my biggest problem. Like, I'll move in with... Oh, sure. You know, people. And it's people. just... Yep. It's just, you know... Well, right now, I'm living in a, a unfinished basement, which is apparently the Portland thing. It's like unfinished basement. Yeah, and so uh-huh. it's uh, I've got like draperies up on the you know section off the room and mm-hmm. Christmas lights and making it all make it nice. But it's still in a basement on a concrete floor. Put some rugs down. Yeah, you gotta like, put a lot of rugs down. It's it cold, <laughs> and you have to go upstairs to the bathroom in the middle of the night. And oh, whoops! And like I just want to feel like an adult. <laughs> so I'm renting a room for <laughs> you know. Maybe I could have done this if I was in college. Right. (laughs) Anyway, I'm moving to rent. I'm going to rent a room from a friend up in in St. John's area, which Mm -hmm. is up north. Where's that? St. John's. Um, Not familiar. It's very north. It's like, well, it's right next to the river. Mm -hmm. Um, If you were to follow the map, 
it kind of curves, the river curves around this way, and then there's St. John's Bridge, and it's near Forest Park, which is on the west side of the river. I think I know where that is. I actually think there's an airport right across the river from you, a small airport. Yeah. Probably don't even know it's there. No. Yeah, I think, I think, if you're, if it's the, it's kind of industrial out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like Swan Island is yeah, okay. industrial area. Right. I know where there. that. I kind of know where that is. Yeah. It'll be a ten mile ride to work. Oh man! <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, I can see why you might want an electric uh, bicycle. No, I or don't. A motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. It'll be good. Yeah. That's yeah. You're looking that, forward to that'll it? be fine. Oh, cool. I mean, that's good. Just a little bit extra time in the morning. I mm-hmm. already get up. So when I work at the zoo at six, I have to probably. I I usually get up about four o'clock or four fifteen. Well, and actually, Portland, you're still you're still early enough. But if you had to go any later, you'd probably be faster on the bike. Yeah. Than in a car. Getting home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I'll some mornings I'll sleep in, or I'll contemplate biking, and I'm like I'm just gonna drive, and I'll check Google Maps to see what the time is. It'll tell you what the estimated time is, right? And it might say like 20 minutes, and I'll go great. 20 minutes later, I'll be ready to go, and I'll get on there, and it'll say 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, crap. <laughs> and then that, I'm late. That's one tough thing about LA, is that it's hard to ride a bike anywhere. It's hard to be... I oh. After I got my second car stolen, I thought, I'll just ride my bike to work, because I lived in Hollywood, and I worked in Hollywood, and that's rare in the first... I think that's the only time that I lived in the same city I worked in. So I'll, I'll just ride my bike to work. It's right down the street. And, um, man, after doing that for a few months, that was like, there, there was no allowance for bikes there. There probably is more now. I, I'm guessing that there's been a little bit more thought put towards bicyclists. Hmm. But at that time, and I mean, mostly it's the drivers. People don't even start to look out for you. I mean, people don't look out for you anywhere because you can't see a bike. And that's what bikers don't seem to realize. Cars can't see them. They're not just being assholes. They can't see them. Because it's a very small object moving around, and you're looking for cars. So anyway, in LA, they don't look. They don't. Oh, yeah. They don't care. And you know, like on here, where it says 30 miles an hour, people generally go 30, 35. No, in LA, if it says 30, you're going 45 because you're trying to get somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's just there's nobody driving 30 miles an hour anywhere. So you, yeah, you have to be on your toes to bicycle. You know, you just got to be on your toes. It's yeah, I mean, it's doable, but it's different. I was in London last year and just touring the city, and I was really surprised at how many cyclists there are in London mm-hmm. and all in the traffic. And like, they don't have bike lanes. They're just, they're just there. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's probably more that way now in LA. There's probably yeah. a lot more bicyclists. And I mean, it makes sense. But in most, the, the problem is so many places you go are going to be three or four cities away from where you are. So you're going to need to get on a freeway to get there. Like, it's just, distances are ridiculous. That, that's one good thing about Portland. It's still small, comparatively, for a city. It's still pretty small. But yeah, in LA, you might be driving, you might be going 20 miles to get, you know, yeah. to your next whatever. We lived, um, we lived in Mission Hills, which in the middle of the night, 
was 20 minutes from, or 20, 25 minutes from Santa Monica in the airport. And Heidi had a job down near the airport. It would take her an hour and a half every day. Hour and a half each way. But in reality, it was 20 minutes, you know, 25 minutes away max. But every day, yeah. So that's that's hard to get used to, but if you can get your mind around that, and then it gets a lot easier. Mm-hmm. That's it's tough because there's that's the thing. And Portland's getting a lot worse, but it's still there's still a lot of the day when it's not rush hour, and that's not how it is in L.A. Mm. You know, big cities like that. Same Seattle's probably the same. New York, yeah. There's no rush hour. There's a slow hour in the middle of the night. <laughs> Like from about 12.30 to 4 in the morning, then things are open. So, yeah. Good public Get trans- a job at night. Public transportation, though? Um, there Very, is public transportation. I don't could... know how good it is because I was always just drove my car. Yeah. I was always in a hurry, <laughs> you know. But there is a, there's actually a subway in L.A. now. Yeah. Oh. And, and it's full. So yeah. it works. Yeah. It works. It goes every It goes not everywhere, but it goes a lot of places. And there are buses, but the buses are full and late all the time but wow it's there it's yeah there so people are willing and so people are willing <laughs> absolutely yeah it's all a matter of how much money they want to put into the to it because public transportation is you know of course it's all has to be funded and uh, right now there's no funding coming from the federal government so that puts a lot on the states um they're trying to, you know, they're trying to build a bullet train from L.A. to Portland. Uh, they started. Oh. You know about that? No. Oh. Yeah, they, they're they going to build it to San Francisco, and I think it'll take like two hours. Jeez. To L.A. to San Francisco. Yeah. <gasps> it took two hours to get here. Right, right. <laughs> so going from here to Portland will be like a 20-minute train ride. Jeez. Yeah, it'll be full if they do it, if they actually get yeah. that far. It'll always be full. Because by that time, people just start living in Eugene and working in Portland. If you can get there in 20 minutes, wow. yeah, you could live anywhere. Well, a lot more places. <laughs> <laughs> it took two hours to get here on the train. Takes, yeah. Because well, that's fast. 9.45 to 12.20. Yeah, you you got lucky. Well, yeah. I know so two many people hours. that have had a, took a lot longer. Oh, really? Train. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about that, and I was a like, lot, oh, I hope yeah. you did well. It does not happen. <laughs> <laughs> you hit a good day, especially being a game day. Oh. I just was it full? Mm-mm. No, I got stupid people all driving their cars with their little flags on them. Oh, <laughs> those gamers, <laughs> those football fans. Are you a football yeah. fan? Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I watch two teams. I watch the Ducks, and I watch an NFL team that I've been a fan of since I was a teenager. Mm. Um, and then, mo- and then I'm not very interested otherwise. And yeah, it's a very, it's pretty wacky. Yeah. Yeah, don't you think? Watching a bunch of kids mm. run into each other and try and get a concussion. Yeah. It's pretty nuts. And mm. I can't remember who the comedian was, but there was. Oh, I think it was Seinfeld. Oh. Maybe. Anyway, they were talking about how bizarre it is that we're cheering for people's laundry. 
It's like they're wearing the color of laundry I like. So I like that team. <laughs> I don't good. like the other team's laundry. That's the wrong color. <laughs> I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> it's true. We're just cheering for colors. At least the, the ducks change their colors every day, which is oh. bizarre. Another way to waste money. I don't watch football. Mm, yeah. I didn't think so. Something told me you did. <laughs> You don't watch football. You don't watch TV. <laughs> you don't go to movies. Sometimes. What, <laughs> I actually went. I actually went and saw Downton Abbey. Did you really? In the theater, it went, it's oh. one of these little uh, living room theaters mm -hmm. that they do oh, that's now. Nice. You can get a nice cozy couch or right. chair. And... So, did you watch the show? A little. A little. Oh, bit. A little? Like I'm, not even, I'm not even going to ask you for a like review because that makes no sense. <laughs> I watched like the no first sense. two seasons. <laughs> like, enough Let to, me guess. You didn't know what was going on. No, sort of. Sort of, okay. Up to like... That's funny. Well, there was a couple characters in there I didn't recognize and mm -hmm. I had to go back and read the seasons up to then, but... Right. It was actually pretty good, though. Oh, they, it was? Yeah. Okay, good. They, I heard it's... Uh, I heard another review that wasn't that good so oh. i'm glad you liked it That's i liked good. i like that they really they really get you with they know that fans of downton abbey are hard, like hardcore fans yeah and so they really get yeah. you with the heart stuff you know and like oh, taking okay. you on the story and then giving you the sad stuff and then putting in like like a lot of the main characters are the servants you know mm -hmm. and the people that work in the castle and and they give them their glory moment toward the end of the movie or they do this like big scene or they're <laughs> Right, of course. It's like, <laughs> and then you're just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they do a good job of, of um, making the fans happy. Anyway, mm -hmm. I don't know. Enjoyed it. Good, good. I haven't. That's the last movie I saw. I haven't seen a movie in forever. I had a. My eyes have been bothering me, so it's hard to watch. Oh, I can't yeah. imagine going to a movie right now. My eyes are like really weird. Do you, like you need glasses or? No, it's nobody can figure out what it is. Aww. So it's just hard to watch stuff. Even I still watch at least an hour of TV a day. But um, when you are a fan of more than one show, an hour of TV is not very much. Because Heidi and I tape a bunch of different shows. And so now they're just piling up. It's just like, well, we haven't finished watching this one. Oh, but this one started. Yeah. Different things. Mr. Robot. You ever watch that? Mm -mm. <laughs> didn't think so. <laughs> I just thought I'd throw out some more names <laughs> of things you didn't watch. I mean, who watches that stuff, really? <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe you could start watching 3D movies, but not have to wear the glasses. You could, maybe there's something going on with your eyes. Oh, where, 3D movies. 3D, and, but you don't have to wear the glasses. Be, oh, that would be, ah, that would drive me crazy. <laughs> uh, you ever been to a 3D movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Once. <laughs> <laughs> Once. They bug the hell out of me. Me too. Actually, yeah. I'm constantly taking the glasses off right. to see it in You're real time. You're constantly, the like, only one I saw what? that worked was um oh i almost had the name of it uh it was a james cameron movie where they actually filmed it in 3d oh gosh i 
can't remember the name of anything today. Anyway, it was filmed in 3D, so it looked amazing. And you didn't feel like you needed to take the glasses off all the time. Um, and then I went to, I think it was a Pirates of the Caribbean movie that was not filmed in 3D, but they were showing it in 3D. Mm-hmm. So they had done some kind of process to make it 3D. And it was just terrible. Oh. It was like, ooh, ooh, couldn't stand, ooh. That was terrible. Oh, I'm going to make sure we're still, yeah, still going all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Just making sure my device is still recording, which it is. That's awesome. Did you ever see Avatar? That's it. Avatar. Thank you. Oh. Avatar is the one 3D movie where I went, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. And you know, they're doing four more. Avatars? They're doing, yeah. What? They're doing four more Avatar movies. They already, like, are making them. Wow. Yeah. Years later. Years later. Because <laughs> there was talk of a sequel, like, the minute it came out. You know, the minute it came out and it did so well. Oh, there's going to be another one. But, uh, yeah, they're making them now. I don't no idea when they're going to come out. So you liked that one? I love that movie. Yeah. And why, that I watched awesome. it again, actually, like, six months ago or something. hmm And really taking in the um, statement they make oh you know, yeah of course about the trees and the environment and right like, it's brand it's, brand new stuff yeah no, i'm kidding yeah <laughs> <laughs> well when it when it came out i was like yeah i don't know when did it come out oh god i don't know i don't know i don't have the, the internet or anything um, <laughs> you don't like to look things up did, i don't like to look things up What's the definition because of podcast? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that does it. I'm not going to look it ah! up. Yeah, I, I don't I, care it's what funny. It came out. I was going to, I was going to look that up in case you asked me. <laughs> Someone is going to ask, and I forgot. I, I looked got, it up, and then I forgot what it was said. Oh, it was some like non-inspiring. Oh, something really boring. Yeah, but that's great. <laughs> no, I've been busy trying to. I'm doing my first audio book. I've been busy working on that. Thanks <gasps> to Paul. Paul Ooh. Bright mentioned this company that I could do audio books for. So I will see if I make a dime doing it. But um, what's it about? Oh, you mean you're it's reading short stories? Yeah, I'm reading you're, it. You're making one, writing I'm, one, and reading it. No, no, just Wait. reading it. Okay, not writing it. Okay, <laughs> not writing. Not a writer. No, I'm just sitting in front of the mic reading it. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting. It's. Hard work. Yeah. Not be, not the reading part, but then I have to go back because you don't actually read the whole book without mistakes. Like you make, I make mistakes a lot. Um, so yes. I, so the editing takes a while. So you read it and edit it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the whole, everything. Wow. Read it, record it, edit it, send it in. Whew. Yeah. I would like to do that. It's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I'll tell you the name of the company. You could, well, you have to have a recording set up. Yeah. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> if you pay me. <laughs> I'm just going to come and work in here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> so you're doing it for a company? I'm doing it for, it's kind of for Amazon. It's a, it's a, a company owned by Amazon and you just go on there and there's like 400 books that are looking for people. And so you audition for those books and I also have a profile that I don't know if anyone can see or not. 
and I put some samples on the profile. But as I do more books, I'll have more samples, and so there'll be more and more stuff that people could listen to if they were looking for someone. So there's like 400 books, but if you you got to kind of pick and choose because most of the books in the in when you're starting out, they just want to pay you a percentage of sales. So if the book only sells a hundred books, you know it's really not worth your time. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping this first book I'm doing sells more than a hundred books. Cool. <laughs> and the <laughs> the um, main the publishing company has been around a long time, and the main writer has done this for a long time. This particular book is they're kind of spooky short stories. They're definitely spooky short stories. It's too bad I can't get it done before uh, Halloween, but I don't think I'm oh. gonna be that quick. There's a lot of them. It's long. Yeah. Do you have a costume for Halloween? I kind of do. I kind of do. I don't know if I'll use it. I got a really, I'll show it to you after the podcast. I got a really cool um, costume for doing a photo shoot. I was a model last year. Was it last year or this year? I think it was early this year. I can't even remember how, oh yeah, strange circumstances. I was contacted through an acting website that I wasn't part of anymore. Like I signed up for it years ago and they said there was someone looking for me. So in order to find out who this was, I thought, yeah, I thought, that's I'm like, oh bull, this is, this is fake. This is fake. But the only way to find out was to sign up for the website for a month. So I signed up, turns out, yes, indeed, there's a photographer in town who was wanting to cast me for a book. Um, so I'm I'm going to be the, I guess, the photos in the book. We'll see what happens. Whoa. Yeah. It'll be wild. Be really wild. So you got a costume from it. Or, no, right. Yes. You're doing a photo So they shoot, made so. a costume for me and they gave it to me for doing the shoot. Wow. It's like a 1700 French suit. Wow. Yeah. Neat. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Man, I can't wait till all that, like, I feel like I'm just starting in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Getting involved right. in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Because the more, the more you do, the more stuff pops up. Um, yeah. And actually there's, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know what's filming in Portland now, but at one time, not very long ago, there was three series filming up there. Yeah. Uh, all at the same time, so... There is opportunity there. Are you with an agency? Not yet. Okay, what's it, that thing on your on your Facebook page? The photo? What? No, there's some kind of um there was some kind of agency that I found on your Facebook page. It said you were with them. Portland Casting Hub. Yeah, that's it. A, maybe that's it's it. just a group site. Yeah. Oh it is. That you oh, can it's go just on a group and... site. Portland Casting. Because there's another one. Huh. Anyway, okay. Yeah, I mean, they put up a lot of stuff. Really, all I have to do right now is, well, I need to get headshots, but Mm -hmm. I'm about to make a really drastic hair change. Again? Yeah. Didn't you just make a pretty drastic hair change? Yeah. But this is for, specifically for a a movie or a film project. So I'm about to make a really big hair change. And then I'm like, okay, then I can get headshots. Because... Cause then what do you do? Like, it then, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it, really? it sucks because, um, 
your head you do want your headshots to look like you yeah so every time you change something a lot I guess, and I think this happens more with women, honestly, because I still look like my headshot from three and a half, <laughs> four years ago, um, pretty much. But every time you make a major change, you're supposed to get new headshots. Yeah. And I'm still kind of shocked that people use headshots so much. Um, but every time I audition, you know, almost every time there's an audition, they want headshots. That's, it's still a thing. Well, for a film, they need it, <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Well, you mean theater auditions? Yeah, like, theater is not. Uh, it's not as important to them. You're still supposed to bring it when you go to a theater audition. It's. Yeah. It's still. It makes you look more professional, I guess. But I've had a lot of people are. tease me about my headshot at theater auditions. <laughs> oh well, I'll keep keep doing it. Um, yeah, in film, I mean, it's because there's so many other ways to see a person's picture. Oh. It's yeah, like you okay, can so look the classics, at so many places and yeah. see a much better picture of them. But the cla- yeah, the headshot, you know, the $400 headshot is still what people want to see. You're just looking at the camera. Yep. And smiling, or... <laughs> um, <laughs> it's interesting. If you have a good photographer, you he or she will bring out the actor in you. Because you're mm. still acting when you're just looking at a camera. Mm. It's the same thing. You still want to show something you know if you're just yeah. dead faced they're not gonna think it's very interesting so yeah you still want to get some different looks and different things and and i do understand if you're a producer director and you have to look at a hundred different people if you just have their headshots lined up in front of you then you can thumb right through them and you know unfortunately it's like the the dating sites they're just gonna they're gonna give it a f- couple seconds and just, nope, nope, nope. Right. Oh, this might work. Let me look at the resume. You know, they're going to do that. So it is still important. It's important to have a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And my uh, my advice, which everyone probably will hate me for if anyone listens to this, get a headshot photographer. Yeah. Don't have some buddy of yours do it. Don't have a wedding photographer do it. Unless they also do headshots. Someone who, you know, look at their portfolio and look at their headshots and say, do I want to look like that? Because mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's important. That makes you sense. Know, if, if a, it should pop out at you. You should be like, wow, those pictures are amazing. And you can go to casting sites. Um, there's like three or four um, agencies in Portland. And you can go to their sites and look at their headshots and, and just think, okay, which one of these looks looks good to me which one pops because mm-hmm. a lot of them you will just be like a sea of people and then one will go oh wow what did they do there how did that work yeah. somebody else told me to do that right. not my okay. idea but <laughs> <laughs> hey you could have let that out it works <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good idea i've got a lady well i've been talking to a, a lady to do headshots with but we were going to do it like a couple weeks ago and then i was like oh i have to wait Oh, you have to wait. And then, so but, what's this film you're doing? No, oh. you can't say. That's okay. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's, yeah. Can't, well, you know what it is. This weekend. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant you had another, uh, a major film project. But we haven't written the script yet. MGM Studios. Oh. Right, no, of wait. course. We haven't written the script yet. I have no idea what we're going to do. No. It's a total mystery. 
I just um, think I might change my hairstyle for it. That's all. Yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> it's always fun to change your hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's an excuse. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. 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 Should I tell you? No. <laughs> okay. It's okay. We'll pretend we don't know. Oh, gosh. That's really funny. This won't be out till after it's over anyway. Oh, but you can edit anything. No, I can't. Mm. Yeah, I can. I just like to do these live. Oh, yeah. Like me live. <laughs> so that one day on episode 500, I'll go live to the internet and I'll be all prepared. Oh. I'll be ready to go. Because a lot of the stuff I watch, uh, listen to, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, they do a live, they just are live on the internet. Not a lot, but a few of them. Oh. Other ones film and then they put it up. And um, I kind of like the that idea better that the, you know, whatever you say is going to be in there. And then they'll edit it down and make a podcast later. But Ooh. Yeah, I like the idea. So live. Throw something so in. So this is live. Not. But it's not. <laughs> yeah. Live, not live. The last, last one, last couple I've had to edit because of screw ups. Because of long, because of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we had like one of those earlier. Short, it was short. Trust me, that was, that was a short one. <laughs> so that happens. It happens we, it in happens. podcasts. Yes, it happens. Absolutely. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm, yeah, it happens all the time. And eventually just go, hey, we should wrap it up now. But because we have been talking a while. So oh, actually, sure. <laughs> I'll wrap it up and we can talk about the film that we're not talking about and stuff yeah all right that was fun good thanks for my thanks first podcast first podcast <laughs> it was awesome having you yeah so when you uh get rich and famous famous <laughs> <laughs> that's Isn't really life great? <laughs> <laughs> then you'll have to come back and do a podcast don't forget about us little people okay so well, thanks for listening in this has been joel albrecht and Rachel Marlene. Bye. And this has been... Were you still talking? With me. Be good to each other. Peace.